a series called Next Level, right? Have you guys been here? We're in a series called Next Level. And the Lord wants to take us to another level. He doesn't want to leave you where you're at right now. No, he doesn't want to leave you like there. Because if you stay where you're at, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be good for a time, but then you're going to be, you want to want more. And God has more for you every day. The Holy Spirit wants to do crazy things in your life. Good things, not like what happened to me yesterday, you know. <laughs> so today I have the honor to speak about next level generosity. And I love what Pastor Max was sharing in the offerings. Because I believe the Holy Spirit today wants to speak into your heart about just taking our level of generosity to another level. And not just living out of paycheck and paycheck, but take us to another level of fullness of life in Christ. And I'm not talking just materialistic. I'm talking in every area of your life. Because God wants you to be generous in your time. He wants, to be, he wants you to be generous with your talents and what, with your money. And if you tell me, oh, pastor, you know, I came to church this morning to hear about money. Let me tell you, money is more spiritual than what you think. And maybe you think that money is something earthly and fleshy. It's not. It's not. God uses money for his kingdom. And God uses money for things of eternal things. And this morning, we're going to talk about being generous. Being generous in a way that, you know, in the level that God wants us to live. And I want to teach you because, you know, the church, all of us have heard about being generous. And here in Numa. If you're here for the first time, generosity is one of our core values. We have 10 core values, and one of them is being generous. So if you're here, and if you're born again, even maybe it's not your, this is not your church, but if you're born again, there's a nature of generosity that God has awakened inside of you. And without Christ, we're selfish. And we're still selfish. You know, a lot of times we're selfish. You know, I don't know how many parents are here. Is any parents here? You don't teach a child. I don't know if you guys have gone through that time where you are at, at, you are home, everything is good, there's quiet, and then you start hearing someone saying, mine, 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 and... and most of the times, it's a child, one of your children, you know, taking something away from the other one, right? I don't know if it has happened to you, but I have those at home with the smaller ones, you know, and the big ones. Let me tell you, you don't teach a child to be uh, selfish. We are selfish in our nature. And you don't teach, you know, but... I don't know if about you, but me, after having four children, you know, I long 
some peace in my life. You know what I mean? I long some quietness in my life. So I don't care about justice. I care about my son giving the toy to that little one and just silence, you know, to happen again. But we come with that nature. But if we are born again in Christ, there's, a, there's something that just comes out of us being generous because God gave everything for us. He gave everything for us. He gave his son Jesus for us. I would not give my children for no one. But he gave his son for you and me. So in his nature, there's this love and this just, he, he has everything, you know, and he could give you anything. So that nature just comes and we start leaving the selfish nature and becoming generous. But today, for us to live a generous life, God wants to take us to new, a new revelation. A lot of people here could be generous. Maybe you are very generous with, with everything that you have. But for you to go to the level that God wants to take us, he wants us to become good, for us to be good doing our stewardship. And that's a revelation that we don't have. For us to know that we need to become to be good stewardship, to have good stewardship. So today in NUMA, you know, we are here to teach you that for you to become generous and for you to be in walking in the nature that God wants you to walk in, and you giving everything for God. There's some things that we need to put in place. And there's things that we got to learn. To do different. And I don't know your background or my, my background. But mainly in the Hispanic background. There's no order in our finances. There's no order. And then you tell me, Pastor. You know, I tithe. I give my tithes, but how come I st I'm still in debt? How come I don't see the blessing of God in my life? Because tithing is not, it's not the only thing that you need to do. There is a financial planning that you need to do in your life. And there is a structure that we need to follow for us to see the fruit of our of our giving. And God wants to bless you not to not to, not for you to give to get. Cuz a lot of us give like that. We give to God because if I give to God, I'm going to have something. And let me tell you that's the wrong that's the wrong motivation. We give and we get to bless others. We don't get, we don't give sorry to get. 
And this morning, I wanna, I wanna teach you three things that God wants us to start applying in our lives for us to see the fruit of our generosity. Are you guys hearing me? Are you guys here? Let me tell you, this has brought freedom to my husband and me in our lives, in our financial aspect, in our financial, in financial area of our lives. The three things that I'm going to share with you this morning has brought freedom in our finances, has brought freedom for us to give generously. You guys want to receive those three things? Yes, I want to receive them. And I want you to write number one. And this is going to sound kind of funny. Because it sounds kind of funny. Even if you're, if you're taking notes or if you're writing down in your phone, you could write this. And it says, it takes two legs it takes two legs. And you're like, what? What? What is that? For us to be able to walk right, we need these two legs. I know that there's people that, you know, because of different situations, they might not have the two legs. But for us to be able to walk right, we need our two legs. We need these two things, these two pillars to stand right. And for us to be able to be generous, like I was talking before, we need to have good stewardship over everything that we have. It takes generosity and stewardship for us to live a blessed life. Not only your generosity, but it takes your stewardship in your life with everything that you are. And those are the two pillars that we need to be and to be a blessing for others. And I know you guys are all quiet this morning and just... I feel like you guys are receiving and everything, but sometimes we don't have these this concepts, you know, in the right way. And I want you guys to go to Genesis 12, 2. Are you guys there? Yes? And it says, I will make you into a great nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. Let's go again and say it. I will make you into a great nation. That's God's promise for your life. And it says, and I will bless you. God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. If you think God is a bad guy, God, let me tell you, he is good and he wants to bless you. And I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. So what is it that God does there? He blesses you for you to be a blessing to others. I've seen that in my life 
you know, how God wants me to be a blessing in everything, in everything that I do and everything that I am. He blesses me not to keep it for myself, not to get everything for me or my children or my house or whatever. He wants me to have to be a blessing to others. So that's God's promises for you. He wants to bless you. But for you to be a blessing. So this morning, God wants to teach us about being generous, but taking it to a whole different level of having this financial freedom over our lives. And for us not to be bound by everything that we got to pay credit cards, that we got to do this. And that's how, how come we don't have to give to the Lord? Because we're in debt. Because we are up to here with things. Check after paycheck after paycheck. Because there's no planning. There is no foundation for you to stand and see the fruit of your giving to the Lord. So what two legs does it take for us to be generous? Generosity and stewardship. And that's number one. Number two, I want to speak to you about a second concept here this morning. Steward ownership or stewardship? Are we the owners? Or are we the steward, or, or, or do we stewardship our things? Let's go to Psalms 24 1. And in Psalms 24 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it. The, wor the world and all who lived in it. There's a confusion nowadays that what we have is ours. And that's why we do with, that, with our lives whatever we want. And we don't understand that everything that we have is his. And that he gave you everything that you have, your life, your children, your finances, everything that you have, he gave you to be a storage for you to, for you to do that. Not because you own it. Because once you think you own it, oh, you're not going to want to give it. And I'm telling you this, not only with money, but with your life. Whatever decision you got to make, in your life, go to the owner and ask him, hey, you that you're in heaven, daddy, should I go this way that you want me to go this way? Do you want me to go to this way? Do you want me to make this decision? Do you want me to live my life like this? But when you think your life is yours and you have the right to make all decisions that you want and you have the right to do whatever you want, you're not going to ask no one, not your mother, not your father, not your 
No one. You're going to ask yourself. <laughs> and maybe the Lord wants you to go this route, and then you, start, you end up in that route. It's because we never understood that we're not the owners. We're not the owners. My children, they get home, and, you know, they have different things, and they, my, my boy loves playing video games, and, and we let him play, and, and he, he likes it, and, and he could be crazy, to, crazy about it. And we bought that little thing for all of them. But David thinks it's his, and only his. And he doesn't care about Hadassah or JJ or Bella. He cares about him playing. And every time I got to remind him, hey, David, that's not yours. Mommy bought it for everybody. You need to share what you have. And that's when he realizes, yes, I'm not the owner. You know what I mean? Mommy gave me this. But I got to share with others. Because if not, if I don't say that, oh, my God, there's war in my house. You know what I mean? Because he is the only one that is going to play his video game. And who cares about the rest? And that's what I want to give you this principle today. That for you to be, take your, your, your generosity to another level, you, we need to understand that we're not the owners. Your finances, your bank account, your car is not ours. And I'm going to give you another verse. Psalms 50, 10 to 12. If you tell me, Pastor, you know, I need, I need to hear this. You know, I need another verse in the Bible to, to explain this to me. Is it there? Psalm 50, 10 to 12. Every animal of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a, of a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains, and insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine. And all in it, and all, and all in it, God is the owner of everything. Even, you know, we, we bought a house last, two, it's going to be two years. And every material that has, that that house has comes from, you know, the sand, the trees, because the wood is trees. So that house belongs to God. Before it belongs to me. I'm paying a mortgage and I'm enjoying the blessing. But that house is the Lord's. The car that you're driving. The material, the metal is from minerals. That car belongs to God. So everything that we have is his. At the moment that you, that you lose that, that vision of knowing that he's the owner, then you'll become the most selfish person. 
you'll be like, you know what? I don't have to give my tithes or my offerings because that's my money. That's my paycheck. That's mine. Well, today we know that everything we have is the Lord's. And what is it that he wants us to do? Just to be stewards of that. To take it wherever he wants to take it. Amen? Amen. And like the parable of the talents, there's a moment where, when the owner comes and asks you, where's the talent? There's a moment where Jesus is going to come back and he gonna, he's going to ask us, where, what is it that you did with what I gave you? Because he is the owner. When you live out of this, out of this principle, you're going to live in freedom. You are going to live in freedom. That everything you have is the Lord's. So when they ask you for it, you're going to be, okay, daddy, it's yours. I remember one day, I'm going to give you a testimony. One day, you know, before getting married, <laughs> one of my hobbies, and I know some girls are going to understand, was shopping, you know. I love shopping. I love it. I love it. And I had this little peculiar, you know, thing that I would do is that every weekend, for every Sunday, I would like to have something new. You know what is that? Man, and my mom is there. My mom is, is you know, I was living under the roof, so their money actually was theirs. <laughs> you know? But I will have to have something new all the time. And one morning, I come, and I bought this beautiful and this beautiful shirt and I was wearing it and I was all happy and I'm like, yay, you know, I like this. And I remember this girl that she was very close to me, one of my leaders, she goes, I love your outfit. I love it. It's so beautiful. It's so pretty. And I was going to be like, yeah, you know, I have it on. You know, I'm the one that has it on, not you. Isn't it nice? And I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, you're going to give it to her. And I was like, what? What? I'm like, no, 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 no. I just bought it yesterday. And the Holy Spirit told me, no, you're going to give it to her. You're going to... I used to live super close to church. He goes, he goes, by the way, I want you to go home now, get in the car, go change, and bring him that close. And I'm like, and I'm making excuses. You know, I'm like, I'm wearing it. I have to wash it first. You know what I mean? So I could give it to her, you know, I'll clean. And I feel the Holy Spirit tells me no, because if you don't do it, you're never going to do it. If you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. And I just went I went home, and I'm thinking, like, like is this a test? <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to be obedient to you, Lord? And let me tell you, it's just close. But what God cares about is not that. It's my heart. 
if I was going to be obedient to that voice of knowing that what I own is his, and I went home, I changed. I'm like, okay, so there's some joy that started coming into my heart. Because I'm like, okay, daddy, this is good. Okay, I'm going to do it. And I came, I gave her that, and I go, listen, you know what? It wasn't for me, it was for you. It's brand new, so here, you know, if you, and if it doesn't fit you, here's a receipt, you could go change it. This woman could not believe it. You know why? Because actually the next day she had something important, and she had nothing to wear for that day. She didn't have the right clothes to wear for that meeting. And I, God used me to provide for her, to provide for a need that she has. Because at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to you, Lord. And that day on, I learned that everything that I have is his. And at the moment that he asked for it, I have to give it. And that's how have, we have walked from, now, from that point on. If the Lord asked me one time, we were in service. And the Lord tells my husband, I want you to give your card. I want you to give your card to, to a person. Mind you, we were living in Homestead. I'm like, what are we going to do without a car? I just had a, a child. And the Lord tells my husband, and he comes and he tells me, mi amor, we're going to give our car. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, I want you to give your car. And we went to that couple, and we gave them the keys, and we tell them, you know, the Lord told us that this car was going to be yours. That is yours. It's not ours. And we gave that couple that car. We had just finished paying la letra del carro. We were out of debt. And the Lord at that moment tells us, give your car. And maybe the Lord is not asking you today to give your car. But God is always going to ask you to bless other people with what you have. And what the key for you to do it is for you to know that you're not the owner. That's the only way that we're going to take this to another level. And I'm not telling you this to be like, wow, you know, Pastor Chris and Gabby give cars away. So, you know, <laughs> no. <laughs> now everybody's going to be praying for it. <laughs> but that's how we've decided to live our lives. And I see God's provision in my house every day. Every day. And how God uses other people to bless us. Are you guys hearing us? How many of you guys are receiving what the Lord has for you this morning? Amen. So the key is for you to know that he is the owner. He is the owner. There's going to be freedom when you understand this. There's freedom that comes with that. There's freedom that comes with that. There's a financial freedom that comes with that. 
And I pray over your life that. I pray over it. And I didn't have those examples in my notes, but I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to share them with you. So we know how God wants us to live, to live our lives. You belong to Jesus. That's the first thing. You belong to Jesus. And God could do with your life whatever he wants. Your life belongs to him if you gave him your heart. So it's not our life anymore. It's not our lives anymore. We need Jesus to do whatever he needs to. Number three. And I know I have mentioned this before. Be a blessing. Be a blessing to others. With everything that you are, be a blessing to others. We're sitting down here and we have air conditioning. We have a nice comfy chair that we're sitting. We are blessed. He wants us to be a blessing to other people. Christian David, I, we, we, we always talk about David because he is a personaje, you know? He is just out of this world. I'm like, Jesus, what are you going to do with him, you know? Something crazy. He's such a leader. And he's so generous. He's so generous. David is so generous. He doesn't mind giving his favorite thing for someone else. Of course, he has his selfish part. Like I was telling you, he wants to keep the switch all the time and all of this. But David always loves to see other people happy. He loves it. He loves seeing other kids happy, mainly children. He's given bicycles away. He's given his favorite toys away. I'm like, bueno, maybe he does it because he doesn't pay for them, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, Lord, keep the heart of general, being generous. Keep the heart of being not attached to anything, but just give everything for your cause. And he loves seeing people happy because you know what a generosity does? And, and when, we are, when we are a blessing, there's joy that comes to other people's lives. There's hope that comes over people's lives. Like what my pa Pastor Max was saying, when he received that gift of a thousand dollars after not having money to pay his for his light there was hope that came to his heart and trust that God is in control that God is going to take care of him so when you are a blessing there's other people that receive hope, receive joy. They know that there's a, that, a Father in, in heaven that is going to take care of all our needs. 
and God wants to use us. He's not going to use the tree that is outside when you walk out. That tree cannot talk. God can make it talk. But he needs us, humans. He needs our children. He needs our, our, you know, everyone to be a blessing to others. Because you are the answer for someone else's prayer. You are the answer of someone else's prayer. That event in Peru that is was taking place. So many, like two, my husband was telling me that in Lima, just Lima, there's like 11 million people there in, in Lima. So he tells me that it's crazy the amount of people in that country, in that part of Peru. And these people came not seeking anything in return. The government will ask them, what is it that you want? Are you asking for money? Are you, do you want our name? And these people will tell them, no, we're here just to serve you, to serve your country, to serve your people. And millionaires gave money. Because if God blesses you, it's for you to be a blessing to others. And people, millions of people were touched by God because of someone's generosity of their life, their time, their talents, and their treasures. That's the level that God wants to take us, guys. That's the level that the Lord wants to take us. And maybe you tell me, Pastor, I don't have millions. Doesn't matter. It's not about how much you have. It's about having the willingness to hear the voice of God and be that blessing to another person. And for us to close... I want you to go to 1 Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. And a lot of you guys have heard this man called J Javis. That's why you say it in English. Javis, Javis. His, his, his name, if you, if you look for the word Javis, his name means pain. His name means pain. So there was something coming over his life that was, you know, every time that we'll call him, I believe what Marcella was saying this morning, when you declare something, you know, I believe that every time they will say his name, they will be declaring, you know, something bad, you know. But then he realized and then he made this prayer, and many of us have read this little book of the prayer of Havis, right? Have you guys have read it? And it's based on this that I'm sharing with you this morning. And he asked the Lord, 1 Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. And the Bible says, Javis was more honorable than his brother's. His mother had named him Javis, saying, I gave 
birth to him in pain. That's what his name means. But then Jabez cried out to God of Israel and said, Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted him his request. God, he asked the Lord to bless him. Was that a, a bad prayer for him to ask to be blessed? No, that's not selfish. You ask the Lord, God, make me a blessing. Make me a blessing. Today, when you leave this place and now in the calling, you're going to ask the Lord, Lord, make me a blessing to be a blessing to others. And God, enlarge his territory. He asked him, Lord, Lord, enlarge my territory. And God granted his request. If your heart is in the right place, God will grant you your request. And this morning, I believe that the Holy Spirit is just speaking these truths to your heart for you to go to another level. For you to go up to another level. But every time that you give your tithes and your offerings, you're like, oh, this is so, I mean, the less that I could do for you, Lord. The less that I could do for you. Is this. So I want you guys to close your eyes. And I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. What is he speaking to you today? He's bringing freedom. He's bringing freedom. Freedom from a spirit of lack. Freedom from thinking that you are the owner. Freedom from not knowing that your life belongs to him. So what are you doing with your life? The Holy Spirit is just reminding you to not make this decision without knowing that he is the owner of your life. Because once you make the decision, without realizing that. And I'm quiet because I feel the Holy Spirit is just speaking this morning to some people. Your life belongs to Him.
and do not make decisions out of a desperate situation. Because once you make it, you can't turn back. I mean, yes, you can. The Bible says that he will turn everything for good. But you are in the right time to hear his voice and be guided by his Holy Spirit. And if you're here for the first time, I want to tell you that our Heavenly Father gave everything for us. He's the most generous person. That's why we're generous, because of him. He gave everything for you and me. And if you're watching online, God wants you to open your heart to him. Jesus wants you to open your heart to him, to give your life to him, not only for salvation, but for him to be the Lord of your life. And if you're here and you want to make this prayer, you can repeat after me. And let me tell you, at the moment that you say this prayer, you become a son and a daughter of God. And there's no turning back. You belong to him. So if you're here and you want to make this prayer, just bow your head and everyone repeat after me. Lord Jesus, today I make you my Lord and Savior. I receive you in my heart. You pay the price in that cross. And today I receive the gift of eternal life. Thank you for forgiving me from my sins. And thank you for making me your son or your daughter. I want to live my life for you. My life belongs to you. And today I surrender it. If you made this prayer, welcome to the family of God. Today is a new day for you. Today is a new day for you. And I would like you, if you made that prayer, that at the end of the service, once you walk out of those doors, there's a room in your left. I want you to go to that room. We have a Bible for you. Pastor Max will be there waiting and praying for you. And today, a new life starts for you. And for the rest of us that have made the prayer, but I want to have a second prayer for you guys. For you not to only live out of the, the gift of salvation, but for you guys to live out of, the, out of knowing that Christ is your Lord. He wants to be the Lord of your life. And he wants us to surrender everything to him. So I just want you to lift your hands up and tell him, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours. Everything that I am, everything that I have is yours. You are the owner. And I want you to be the Lord of my life. 
I need you to be the Lord of my life. Today, I understand that you are the owner. And I'm just a, I just stewardship everything that you give me. Father, I pray this over your people. And I declare that today is the new beginning of another level of their generosity to you, Lord. I bless them. I declare protection over them. And I declare, my God, that today is a day of freedom. Uh, today is a day, Father, of new, of new things that you're going to do with them. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Give, it a, give a shout to the Lord this morning.